today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Another big story uh, going on in Ottawa yesterday was the convoy that went there uh, over the course of the weekend. Lots going on. And then after that, another interesting story coming out of Alberta. A third-party group has posted billboards calling for Alberta to separate from Canada. The billboard promotes a province-wide referendum on the issue. To talk more about this from Alberta Fights Back, Peter Downing is with us and on the line now. Peter, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, tell us about these billboards. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. You can take a look at them on our Facebook page at Alberta Fights Back. Um, and it's uh, it basically the question is, should Alberta ditch Canada? Um, some of the problems that I just heard you um, uh, working up to this uh, with uh, SNC-Lavalin and you guys having some tough times getting some answers in Ontario. Same kind of issue we face in Quebec is when the government of Quebec will say, there's no social acceptability for Alberta pipelines. But then we learned that the government of Quebec is super heavily invested in, in invested in the shareholders with SNC-Lavalin. And uh, SNC-Lavalin itself is heavily invested in Saudi oil and gas projects. So uh, it's, it's a little bit of crocodile tears when they're saying that uh, there's no social acceptability. It really is uh, taking care of your own cheddar. And uh, <laughs> we're sick and tired of apologizing for our industry, which has the, the highest, uh, environmental and ethical standards all over the world. And then Quebec can turn around and, and thumb their nose at us while they're uh, taking Saudi and uh, Nigerian oil. So. You, you know, we all know the story about the, the Trans Mountain Pipeline and the, and the pipeline you guys are gonna, trying to get built from Alberta to Tidewater in B.C. and the problems you're having there. But didn't it just blow people away in the West when all of a sudden the pipeline to the East gets cancelled because Quebec doesn't want it running through their territory? you got to be kidding me. And here, yeah, and here's a province that that lost a whole town when a train full of crude went through it and blew up. Yeah, and now our premier is sending uh, more crude by uh, rail, so <laughs> to uh, to try to stop the economic bleed. Um, you know, she I guess she's trying her best, but uh, she made a bad decision going in with Trudeau uh, on this whole soft-headed social license thing going on. And uh, like I say, in Alberta, we are completely sick of apologizing for our industry. Just like in Hamilton, you you guys wouldn't put up with apologizing for your manufacturing industry. Uh, these are regular people. These are my neighbors. These are kids that you know, parents of kids that my kids play hockey with, um, colleagues, uh, you, you name it. They're regular people that are hurting out here. And I think the rest of the country, I think there's there's been good response in Ontario to the, uh, the convoy. I think you guys are generally sympathetic, but you need to know, uh, just like you guys wouldn't tolerate anybody touching your guys' manufacturing industry, uh, we, we, we've, we're we done completely with apologizing for our oil and gas industry. It's the most ethical, ethical in the world. It's the most environmentally conscious in the world. And uh, we're sick of uh, Quebec and Trudeau uh, blocking us and, and not fighting the, um, the Federal Court of Appeals ruling on uh, the NEB certificate that we already had to uh, build pipelines so it's just it's just one gong show after another it's um deception it is taking care of political buddies in quebec and we have simply had enough so what is your background why get involved in something like this uh my background is uh basically i'm uh, i'm actually from uh, southern ontario originally i moved out to alberta in uh, 2006 when i joined the mounted police and uh, I got posted to Alberta after I finished my time in Saskatchewan in training. So uh, I've worked kind of as a pro- uh, provincial cop, kind of the equivalent to your guys' mm-hmm. OPP. 
um, and uh, got to got to you know go out there and, and take care of the public, um, but also lost dudes in the line of duty as well. And um, and you know when you see when you you kind of are that heavily emotionally invested in doing what's right for the public, and you're seeing. I mean, that that on the extreme, but on the other side of it, too, and the more mundane side, working within a provincial government organization and connected with uh, working interoperably with other provincial government organizations. It's when you see um, basically tax dollars and programs that could be developed to, to serve the public better. That's my initial passion for public service. And then uh, I got out of the Mounties uh, a few years ago and got into the private sector and a bit of a background in project management and change management and just getting tapped into what's going on politically provincially because it, it really is the provincial side that delivers more of um, more of what affects us on a daily on a day to day basis as individuals and families. Um, so I took more of an interest in the provincial side and, and had a little bit more knowledge and uh, just seeing what's going on and how you know look look at your paycheck. Look at your take. Look at what you actually earn versus your take-home pay. And as in Alberta, we've got kind of a younger uh, population that's making a little bit more. Um, and uh, when we're seeing us getting slammed, and even by our own politicians, we've got our own NDP and liberal politician, liberal type politicians, calling us cavemen and sewer rats and embarrassing cousins and stuff like that, while they're they're playing nice and champagne socialists with uh, the rest of the country when wow. you know, we're working hard to send our tax dollars to you guys. Um, again, it's, it's a raw deal and we're not, we're not having it. Who's paying for the billboards? Is, is this uh, out of your own funds? Is it a group? How do you, how do you raise the funds for these, Peter? Yeah, my, I mean, I, I had to put some of my own funds to just develop the infrastructure costs for it, our web hosting and all that kind of stuff, and some of our promotional material. Uh, but you can go on the Elections Alberta website uh, under third-party advertising. Everything's publicly disclosable. Uh, just within 24 hours, uh, we've had some private donors. Um, again, some who their their public their information is publicly available because uh, they're over the, the threshold of uh, you know just everything's on the up and up here in Alberta. And um, since our billboards went, we have received thousands and thousands of dollars just from, you know, ordinary Albertans who are completely sick of it. This isn't just a group, you know, I want to get past the notion that this is a group of, you know, malcontents or the Alberta version of Quebec. They have their national and cultural reasons for wanting to separate. Ours are economic and political. We have 34 seats in the Federal House of Commons. City of Toronto has 25. City of Montreal has 10. 35 to 34, you do the math, they outvote us as a province. And when their economic and political interests are not aligned with us, it's, it's a lose-lose-lose situation for us. And we have to look at every option that we have, uh, including a referendum on separation and the legal ability to separate, as uh, got laid down through the 2000 Clarity Act rulings uh, after Quebec tried to uh, separate. But no, it's regular Albertans, it is oil and gas workers, it's professionals, lawyers, doctors, teachers... Uh, business owners, people in finance, um, people who are on disability because they're injured right now, but they want to chip in 10 bucks for the cause. I mean, these are just people who want to stand up, not just for the concept of a province, but really for their friends and neighbors. 20,000 people out of work um, because with a dip in oil prices, we're not able to expand uh, to meet demand and growing oil demand across the world. Even though the prices are low, the demand is still high. But when we're getting blocked to the east by Quebec, we're getting blocked to the west by 
BC and you've got Justin Trudeau who's basically smiling and virtue signaling, uh, environmental virtue signaling to every single NDP voter, federal voter in Ontario, in Quebec and BC to get them to vote for him this fall and to get a bigger majority. That's why you're seeing the federal NDP tank across the province. And we're wise to that here in Alberta. Do you think the East is getting your message? There's always been a, uh, you know, a gap between East and West. I mean, I've lived in Calgary for, for three years back in the eighties. I, I know what it's about. I know the spirit of this place. I, you know, I know where the Westerners are coming from and it was always, they don't really understand what we're doing. What makes this situation different? You know, I, I think it's the arrogance of it all. It's the arrogance and kind of posturing and, and play acting to us like we're dumb. I mean, I heard you talk about Justin Trudeau apologizing for, you know, regular people making fun of Jody Wilson-Raybould cartoons. I think this guy's looking at the situation like, okay, what's actually the situation here? Okay, I'm going to go out there and tell the public the opposite. Well, it's the same thing. Them. It's the same thing when we saw the pipe, uh, the convoy go across for the pipeline. Everyone was trying to tie in the yellow vest movement to it. And it's like, if that's what you're paying attention to, you are missing the point. And this movement is growing just like it is all over the world. And the point is, the average Canadian is not being listened to. No, not at all. It's... Uh, you know, when I was a cop, I spent some time in, in courthouse with different trials and stuff like that. And you see the lawyers, in a sense, I'm not knocking lawyers, just let's make this clear. But when people work together, if you're the, the crown prosecutor and the defense lawyer, you're working with each other more than you're working with the client that you're representing. And I think that's a little bit of human nature sometimes. Those guys are going out with, for beer and cocktails or whatever they drink with, with each other, um, but not with their client. And, and I get that. But it's the same kind of thing here is where you've got our political class talking to all of us across the country, whether east, west, central, like we're dummies. And we're not. Yeah, yeah. We, we voted you in based on either you seem like you're actually going to do something or you're the lesser of two evils or whatever it is. Um, but I, I, look, I look at these politicians. They're trying to play damage control. They think that they can give us this nice little controlled story, and we're just going to believe it. And come on. I mean... We're, I mean, especially more the working, I mean, working class people in Alberta, we've been around the block and saying Hamilton, working class people there with your manufacturing industry. Uh, again, I'm from I'm from Southern, I'm from the GTA originally. So I grew up there before moving out west. So I know what you guys are about, too. And we're regular people sometimes. And uh, I think the big things when we are physically located in different parts of a big country, I think we kind of got our own backyard to deal with, and sometimes yeah. we don't know what's going on with the rest of the country. Yep. And I really hope that this is what's happening. But basically, here's the situation. Politically and economically, Alberta's in a bad way. We have 34 seats compared to 35 in the GTA. Uh, or Sorry, 30, 25 Toronto, 10 in Montreal. And there's too many liberal and socialist voters out there. That What? Are we going to continue to try and convince your, your NDP and your liberal voters of, you know, just convince them? No. They've already made up their minds, and Justin Trudeau's playing to that. Well, guess what? We've made up our minds, too, and it's a bad relationship. It's an abusive relationship, metaphorically, um, but I think a lot of people can recognize that when you're getting trashed by the people who are supposed to represent you, and you're getting, you're, we're within a confederation that's supposed to have free trade uh, with, with even just the Constitution, and we don't see that in real terms. So it's a bad relationship, and we're ready to walk away. So what's the motive here? What's the end game? Where's this going? Well, where this is basically, uh, this is just the first step. I mean, our billboards have been running for two days. We've been getting national coverage. Um, again, the response from regular people inside the province, the, the, the messages of support from outside the province have been great. Um, but uh, I think, too, 
you, we're getting all sorts of hate mail as well, which I kind of laugh at a little bit when uh, you got environmentalists calling us. You know, they're very well organized. They're very well organized. Al- very well funded. Al- Albertar and yeah. cool. You can have a good laugh and you can raise some more money based on that. But you're just making people in, in Alberta and regular people who wouldn't have paid attention before angrier. Did it go? Angrier. Did it play out west at all that uh, this convoy went to Ottawa for two days and the PM didn't give them an audience? Well, I'm looking at it, and I mean, I got all. I have all the love in the world for the dedicated men and women um, in Alberta who organized the convoy. And I mean, the, the time, the money, the emotional investment put into that, the support all through the prairies, the support they've gotten in Ontario, um, just from me following it, what I'm seeing there. But uh, they're going to, you know, they're. You're right. And, and I called it before, um, not to be a jerk, but he's not going to answer you guys. He's not going to just all of a sudden say, "Okay, we're going to give up all the we're going to give up all the uh, support of our political buddies in Quebec. We're going to stop virtue signaling to all the NDP voters. We want voting liberal. Yeah, we're just going to roll up our bags and go home. So, I mean, when the convoy people come home, um, hey, our arms are wide open and let's work together. But um but yeah, I, I, it's complete disrespect that they didn't get an audience with the prime minister and he didn't even care to meet with them and say, hey, how can we work together yeah. and fix this for all Canadians? Not good um, at all. So is there a website we can go to, Peter, to find out more what yeah, you're doing? Yeah, totally. Uh, the best way to keep in touch with what we're doing is on Facebook at albertafightsback.com. Or sorry, Alberta Fights Back on Facebook. Uh, our website is albertafightsback.com. And the big thing you, uh, everybody needs to recognize across the country is this, this has been going for two days. This is only step one. Step one of our of a comprehensive communications campaign. Uh, we got some smart people, people who are a lot smarter than me. Uh, and again, these aren't. We're not representing big oil. We're not representing big finance. We're not representing big unions. We are just the people who see our tax monies eaten. Home ownership is a long way off for students in Alberta, mm. and um, they're coming out up to their eyeballs in debt. Where we're looking at Quebec and. All our tax money is going to subsidize their education. Why are Quebec students better than Alberta students? I don't get it. So that's just step one. Um, you're going to see a lot more coming out from us, and we're going to be, uh, again, it's uh, just leading people to that decision. Um, for, but the first step is awareness. Peter Downing has been with us. Alberta Fights Back. You can find out more on their website and Facebook pages. Peter, thanks so much for the time. Good luck. Hey, thank you for your time. Good talking to you. All right, take care. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.